Hey guys, welcome to WWNT Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Joe Hogarty, and joining me tonight is Jack McCarthy. Howdy, folks. And Fedra Ekris. Hello, everybody. And Fedra is here, but uh, she's a little bit under the weather, as you'll be able to tell. And she's just going to stick around for the She-Hulk review, and then uh, she's going to scoot off. So we appreciate her being here. I don't know. She's got that, like, sexy kind of deep voice from the cold. I, I call it frog mode, but... There you go. <laughs> like Rudolph to me. <clears throat> Thanks. No, I always try to come on if I can, even even under the weather. So She said I'm cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm cute. So on tonight's show, what we're going to do is we're going to review She-Hulk episode four. Um, I think Jack and I are probably going to talk about the Rings of Power. Did you see any of that, Fedra? No, I have not yet. I've heard mixed reviews, too. Some people love it and some people hate it. Yeah, we'll bash it out a little bit. And then we'll get into the news. But, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into She-Hulk episode number four. And this was called, Is This Not Real Magic? So we'll start with Fedra. What was your... Uh, what's your opinion on this episode, Fedra? So when I when I finished, like it's done before the little sneak, you know, end credit. I was just like, what do I do with this episode? It's not, it's not too entertaining. Thank God nobody's twerking. But you know, <laughs> it, it, it was just like you know, like it, there wasn't anything that I was you know enjoying like i thought at least you know hopefully we're gonna go back to hulk in the galaxy and what's he doing on that ship but i guess they're dragging it out now you know if they want to blend like reality with the superhero bit yeah they did a good job of that you know showing how she's doing day-to-day working and then you know the true reality of dating in your 30s i have all the sympathy and compassion for any of you, uh, especially doing a, a dating app. Uh, and, but you know, I, I, I just, I don't think it was as bad as the last one, you know. But I think definitely the first and second episode is still to me the strongest. Like this is still pretty weak, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll go into the magic later. Okay, Jack. Jack. <laughs> um, well, I thought it was an improvement over last week's episode because I honestly didn't care about the law partners' storyline with the fairy. Didn't care at all. Um, however, this did have some problems. But it was it was an entertaining episode in a lot of regards. Um, at least Wong didn't seem as much of a jerk in this one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I did kind of think it's clever that you know, since he is the Sorcerer Supreme, he is kind of responsible for the state of magic on Earth. You know, much less the dimension. So. I don't know why he just didn't take the, uh, what do they call it? The ring? The sling ring. Yeah. Uh, away from Donnie Blaze. 
you know? So I don't know why he just didn't take it away from him. I thought it was like, is that Johnny Blaze? <laughs> you know? I think that was an intentional, intentional. Was it just to mess up with me? No, no. I, I was kind of like, does he get dragged through the portal into hell? And then he comes back into the ghost fire. I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. I did kind of like it. The bit about her dating seemed a bit forced. All um, right, we'll, we'll get into it. So you, you kind of liked it. Believe it at that. I th- it was better than last week's episode. Um, yeah. And I thought, I thought it was a, a good bit funnier to see the cheesy magician bit. But I kept trying to figure out who his, the magician's manager or stagehand was. I kept thinking that, is this somebody that like we've seen in the comics or not? But I didn't get enough of a, a, a clue to hone in on it. He's definitely an underrated actor. He's in a lot of films that are in dark magic or horror or voodoo. He's really? definitely in them. I've, I've, seen rec- him I've recognized him. Yeah. He's in a lot. I didn't realize he was in movies about magic. That's interesting. Um, well, I'll say, I actually, I think I liked this more than the two of you did. And I just think the series is kind of fun. I know it can be cringy at times and they can make it like they, they just don't like men. But in this episode, they kind of make it like they don't like women too, you know? So I, I think that we got to see equal treatment for both sexes. So I'm fine with that. And I just think it's, in a, you know, it's a series where you can just turn your mind off and just have a little fun. Or this episode was one of those where it's like, all right, I don't have to think too much. I could just see what's going on. There's some funny things that happen in this episode. Uh, there's some Marvel things that happen in this episode. A little drama. It's like, okay, I'm fine. Just give me a half hour of this crap every week, and I'm happy with it. It does not every Marvel show for me has to be earth shattering and revealing about some sort of plot that is coming or that ties to the comic books or preachy. Yeah. Or preachy, but we can use something like this where it's just dumb fun, you know, like where nothing is at stake. And uh, so I like it. I'll give you that. That's for sure. All right. So, uh, like I was saying, this guy, Donnie Blaze, I thought he was Johnny Blaze, who's Ghost Rider. It sounds like a pizza joint. <laughs> yeah, well, Blaze like Blaze Pizza. pizza yeah, I <laughs> uh, love that place. Um, but all right, Fedra, what, what was your deal with the magic? All right, let's get into the magic. Okay, so already, Here we go. you know, first of all, I love the the whole like magician. So it's showing the 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 fun side of it, you know, entertaining you know, good for children and adults. But then, you know, this smart Alec ex-student who didn't even pass, you know, dimensional portals, you know, decides to use this little golden ring thing, you know, to up his ego and up his business, you know? So that's already going toward the dark arts. I'm not thinking of good or helping or healing. I just want to be famous and I just want to earn money and I want all the validation from all these people. So the fact that he like, throws these women into different portals, you know, not even caring less about them or as Wong states, the consequences 
Like that was just like number one. Obviously, number two really grinded my gear because we go again with a drunk lady stating that the only way that she came back was by donating a few pints of her blood and making Mm. a pact with a demon (laughs) again. I was just like, really, guys? Even though I did think it was funny. Jay, hey, I know him. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that. yeah, that was like really like hilarious. But it's just, you know, it's it's. If you haven't heard it already from me, it's really getting old. Uh, You know, I liked seeing these different sides of Wong, but then I also don't like seeing these different sides of Wong because by the end of the episode, I thought I thought Wong was an alcoholic. And then in the middle of it, I really loved his stance. Like he really sounded like his predecessor teacher. Like this is not something that you, you know, mess with. These have serious consequences for everybody. But then at the same time, I'm looking at it like, okay, then why do you need the courts? You could just literally just, you know, use what you need to do. Take that ring thing from him and, you know, get out of Dutch. But, you know, he's doing the whole court thing with She-Hulk. And I think they needed to do that to show the whole court system thing. Um, But then it also showed the different stages of this guy using different portals, not realizing what he's bringing in and what he's taking out. And therefore, he summoned, uh, you know, a couple thousand demons. And that was a problem, right? And so he had to literally beg Wong to help out. Like, that was a good piece um in it so i mean i like i like that it's showing the the difference the different levels of magic and i i do agree that you know magic is not something that's copywritten or that you know should be like controlled but there definitely is a level of what like a universal understanding of what is good and what is bad and it's just funny how when things get out of hand, the bad side always wants the good side to help them out. I think that's that's a real fun theme uh, in the episode. Well, I think you've definitely seen a lot of imagery that pertains to dark magic. And, and you've pointed it out several times, like when it comes to Doctor Strange or Wanda or, or whatever. And yeah. it, it's not only in that, you know, it was in What If. And, what If, yeah. And I guess. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. But I think what it is with these writers, I don't think that they're intentionally doing it. And when I say that, I mean it because I think they they feel that all that stuff is fiction. Like they don't, more than likely, I'm assuming they don't believe in God. They don't believe in the devil or or heaven or hell or something like that, but they think it's a form of fiction that they could use to use, you know, to basically weave into this story. Now I understand where you're feeling though, is that they're kind of treading on stuff that they probably shouldn't be doing is, you know, especially if they don't understand it Yeah, and they shouldn't treat it lightly. And that's kind of what they seem to be doing. But my personal opinion, these people are, are just doing it and, to them it's just purely fiction but i do agree with you it, it's they are pushing it very hard in so many of these episodes and tv series and movies and that it, it, it's kind of weird coming from disney yeah i mean even even the use of the portals like wong wong is using it 
uh, to transport, you know, but he's using it periodically and, and for good reason. As you see, he's just, yeah. And, and he's just, you know, chilling on the couch, but then, you know, this woman just plops into his, you know, (laughs) room right when he's going to watch Sopranos, you know? Um, and then he, you know, plops She-Hulk back to where she belongs. But it's not like he's using it out of luxury. At least we haven't seen that yet. And that's the thing. You know, if he does that, then it's technically hypocritical. So, you know, it's it's using these tools for those healing reasons, not for the gain or, or for ego. And so that's that's where I really would love to to be on your side, Joe. Um, but because there's been symbols and very specific pagan gods, very specific historical text that's been in these movies, I truly feel that it is intentional in some way. Now, if it's to paint a story or an agenda or to just, you know, just create fear base, like, Always be afraid because there's demons and spirits and bad things out there. Or if it's like, no, you know, if you want to get everything you want, you know, you just have to make a deal with the devil. And just remember that there, there's always room for you to make a deal with the devil, you know, whatever devil that is, you know, because they're painting it as a physical creature. But I think all three of us have seen a devil in our life. And it certainly wasn't some wooded creature. It was a human. So, um. And I don't want to speak to you guys. I mean, of course, correct me if you've not. I certainly have. And if I haven't physically met them or spoken to them, I have definitely felt evil energy in places that I just, you know, exited out. So that's the issue that I have is that it's constantly projected in all of these things. And and why is that constantly projected when there's thousands upon thousands of storylines that we can do? And I agree. I would love to just tune out even with She-Hulk, but then I see all these little narratives and some are cute, but when it comes to magic, you know, <laughs> as a person that practices it, I'm I mean, that's why I love Dr. Strange so much, because that supreme leader was a she was a hard ass. She was a hard ass for a reason. There's certain boundaries that you do not cross, because when you cross those, there's a certain line of sacrifice that you do. And that's in any religious script. So that's where, you know, be careful of what you tinker with with what people believe you know just as everyone's being woke and talking about everything else i'm very surprised that there's not this been this big push about well talking about dark magic and good magic you know i'm very surprised that that hasn't been you know on twitter yet yeah so 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 you do practice magic i didn't know that part so when when you say magic i don't identify it as magic it's it's about energy healing so when when you do tarot or when you do reiki you are using energy now if you are an an open vessel and you allow god universal energy to do those tools then you are using energy which is magic now depending on what your intention is that's very important in the work that you do and that 
to other people, they would see that as magic. But that's something that anyone can do. If you put your focus and you put your practice and you become attuned, Jack could do tarot. Jack could be a, a Reiki healer. Jack could be a, a breathwork practitioner if he chose to, if it was a calling to many him. skills. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if, Jack, my fingers. if Jack did meditation and opened up his third eye, he could slowly start to have telepathy. And, I you know, I wouldn't that, go that would be very, you know, risque because when you start to read your wife's mind, Jack, I can only imagine. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. Right. So, you know, I think it's people have a certain way of thinking about it. And that's what I'm glad about now is that people's perspective are opening up to this. So the attitude is changing. And so I always see it like you go to the gym. It's just it's just a muscle. Now, whether you work that muscle every day, like I do, or every other day, then you have a certain amount of strength. I've been doing tarot for 20 years. I could sit down with anyone. I don't have to know what they want to know. I don't need to know their question. I read the cards. I read their energy. I tell them what the answer is, and then they go. That's it. Very, very, very straightforward. That's it. Because that's what they came for. So. If you're looking for a show, which is what the magicians did, then I would paint a picture that you want to hear so that you could give me money. Uh-huh. Different intention there. So it's the same thing. The magician is working the audience. I want to see just like he did in the show. Like, oh, let's see. Oh, they're not happy. Oh, they weren't happy with the rabbit. Oh, they weren't happy with the flowers. All right, fine. I'll summon up this damn portal so that you guys can, sorry. So you can, you know, get all life. And then everybody's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I'll just summon a demon for you. You know, then you'll know that I'm the real deal, you know? And that's like, no, that's, that's not what you do magic for. <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not the way, you know, that's the Sith way, you know, that's the Sith way. As I say with Star Wars, like the Jedi way, would be doing it to help and to assist, just like Wong is doing. I mean, right now, I'm, I'm still not really feeling Wong because there are certain... Like, why would he be hanging out with that drunk girl? Like, seriously? He has such intellect. He's been sitting in a castle studying for I don't know how long, and then all of a sudden, he's sitting around watching Sopranos with the drunk girl? No, well, I don't Wong, buy that for a second. Well, Wong, you know, he is very smart. He's very learned. Learned. But- but i feel like he doesn't have common sense and uh you know that's Mm. why like he can get hooked on the sopranos or a soap opera or whatever um he's just a bit of a goofball like when he's not in his zone so to speak and i I, that would separate him from dr strange my mom would say that that is a, a student that is still tied to their earthly uh, delights. That's what she called. Well, you can tell he, he's tied to his earthly delights just by he's overweight. <laughs> you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. he eats a lot and he likes snacks and yep. you know, goodies and everything. That's an attachment. Sopranos mm-hmm. is an attachment. Um, but that's the tuna one. Melt. Yeah, the tuna melt. The tuna melt will do you in every time. But that's uh, that's the character in the MCU. I, I don't think that's the character in the comics. No, <laughs> he's very different. 
but you know, I, I, like Jack had said, he was more likable in this one. But I thought it was funny because the She-Hulk in the beginning, she was like, "Oh, this is a Wong episode. Everybody loves Wong." It's like, I don't. No, not everybody loves Wong. That is a false statement. You know, I felt like sooner for that, for using that statement because I'm pretty sure not everybody likes Wong. Like, uh, I kind of feel like you're gaslighting me, like you're telling me that I'm going to like Wong. So by the end of the episode, I will like Wong. Like, you don't need to brainwash me. I'm already watching a Marvel episode that just happens to have magic yet again. We're also going to have feminine narratives again. We're also going to have a little sprinkle of some male narratives, too. Great. <laughs> Sorry, I, got, I told you I, I got a lot to say. I <laughs> still liked it. I, was, I thought that girl, Madison, was pretty funny because I know so many girls like that. Like, I, I, I've seen them on TV. I'm so glad I have. I hung out with them. Uh, are they are they like that? Oh, yeah. You know, they're worse than guys. I mean, the ones I hung out with, like Happy Hour and Friday Night. Oh, forget about Friday Night. It was like almost every night was Happy Hour. And then they'd have to sober up somehow and make it into work but <laughs> they were always like that they were getting smashed out of their minds like they could not stand up on their heels passing out in the bathroom like we'd have to go find them somewhere in the bar because oh they were like on the floor somewhere um getting into fights str- strangling each other i'm not naming any names you know, well, well, it sounds like I you were w- the superhero in that moment <laughs> But I witnessed a lot of this stuff and it was just pure entertainment for me just to see them get drunk and just act crazy the way they, they did. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was it was interesting because at the end of the you know, at the end of the episode, you know, that's why I was thinking he's an alcoholic because, you know, I once was. So I'm like, yeah, I've tried that. Yep. Tried that. No, haven't heard of that one. Yep. Tried that. Yep. Tried that. Tried that. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn. You know, <laughs> like, it's like, OK. Glad I'm not in that uh that kind of state anymore. But I mean, to each his own. You know, if you could drink, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, I, I was I I was a uh, I was kind of shocked that he didn't have a slow gin fizz because that's one that I like. I always hate ordering it, <laughs> you know, but it, it tastes really good. No, Long Island's where the that was the cheapest ride. I'll just take two, and I won't know where the floor and the ceiling is. That's that's it. I'm good, you know. But uh yeah. But I, I think also like the whole like app scene, like I will say as as a person who did try those apps, it was I did too. It was very accurate, at least that part. And it was kind of sad, you know, when she was She-Hulk and she finally met this guy that was listening to her. And it really made it feel like this this time where the person likes what you look like, but then when they see the real you oh, and they're yeah. like, yeah, I'll pass. That's what I think conveyed it really well by showing she Hulk and then showing, showing her true self as Jen like that. I thought was really wonderfully done. Uh, I loved like all the different guys. Like that was great. I mean, I love my, I think my favorite was the director, you know, cause he's like, yeah, I just did this film with this lawyer. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. And then the one dude is like, they're both looking at the check. I was telling that to Julie and I'm like, all right, whoever grabs it, they got to do it. Cause he's an entrepreneur. So I'm pretty sure he's going to like flip. He's not going to grab it. Sure enough. I'm like, oh, God, am I right or am I right? I was just like, 
Now, you see, like, I didn't catch that. I was like, what, what are they, what's with this dramatic tense, you know, eyes yeah. locked, you know? Oh, it's terrible. It's like the I battle. Didn't, I didn't like, get who it. picks up the check? I'm like, me? If it was me, I'd be like, oh, you know what, honey? If it's so hard for you, I got it. Don't worry about it. If it's a few drinks and appetizer, I'll take care of it, sweetheart. Mommy got you. You know, I'd be terrible. But, you know, hey, if it's going to be like that and I feel that energy, it's like, you know what? I'm going to poke the bear, you know, because if, if it's about that, then you shouldn't even be dating. If you can't even afford a few drinks and an appetizer, you should not be dating. Go get your hustle on, you know, fix up your credit. You know, and then you could come back and, and you could be OK with the check. But if yeah, I mean, Jack, like, seriously, I, I can't even tell you how many times. Oh, man. I mean, whew. oh, no, I mean, I, I was on Match.com and uh, yeah, it, it's always fun. I never really met anybody other than, you know, like I've met them for dates and everything, but nothing ever lasts long term because it's not very compatible. Um, <laughs> OK, I went on OK Cupid. I probably went on like 15 dates until like finally I, you know, I narrowed down somebody. But oh, yeah, there were all kinds of dates like that. And it was just like it's very like um, uh, you have to be careful because sometimes you just you look inward and you're like, is it me? And then, you know, then I have to go back and think about like, no, it's these stupid algorithms. It's these, <laughs> it's these quizzes. It's these. It's these guys that they're well, I, trying to narrow you down with, you know? I can tell you a funny story. So I had my profile on Match. And so my friend, you know, she asked me, she says, well, let me see your profile. And so I, I said, well, this is where I am. So she looked it up. She's like, she goes, ah, oh, she goes, I can make it better, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a girl and I can kind of change your profile around so that, you know, girls would be more interested in you. It's like, can I be you? And I was like, what do you mean? Can you be me? She's like, well, give me your password and I'll be you. And, I'll, <laughs> and you know, and I'll answer all your, your emails and all that. And uh, I was like, all right. I was like, I <laughs> stupidly said, okay. how bad can it be? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I'm not really getting anything that I want, you know? So she changes my profile around. And then one night she hangs out with her girlfriend and they are both bored. They get drunk and they decide to go on my profile and they start swiping everybody you know, in existence. And all of a sudden I'm getting all these messages and I'm like, this girl's got Tourette's syndrome. It's like, why'd you pick her? <laughs> and she goes, well, she, she, you know, but don't you feel bad? Maybe she's nice, you know? And I says, this girl, she's a uh, she's sixty five years old. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, you don't want to go on a date with someone you feel bad for. That's a terrible idea. No, no. And she's like, but Joe, it's a numbers game. It's, it's like the more that you, <laughs> the more that you go out with, eventually you're going to meet somebody that you're really going to like. I said, yeah, and I'm going to be paying for all these drinks and dinners and all that crap. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. You're done. I'm changing my password. You're locked out. You know, oh, I totally thought about you that moment. The first one where he's like, how much can you deadlift? <laughs> like, that is totally would be Joe. If you were on a date with She-Hulk, that would probably be your first question. I mean, other than what would you like to eat? Like, I swear, I totally think that way. I probably I would it. be, actually. I mean, even though I don't really deadlift, but I'd be like, you know, she's got guns. But it, I did find it amusing that when 
she woke up the next morning and she was in gen form and the guy's like, well, who are you? <laughs> you know, it's like, and he's like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, a, a few of my guy friends have said uh, over the years that the girl that they saw at the club that had all the makeup on. And then the next day she has it all taken off. And then they're like, they're like totally different person. And I'm like, really? How could that be? like? Because I don't wear makeup, so I don't know. But now I've seen all these makeup tutorials. I can understand now because they look one way and then they take it all off and it's another. And it's just like, wow, like the transformation is amazing. Like, I mean, it's a lot of work, but now I can kind of understand what they were saying. So I think it was also just very creative how they did that with She-Hulk to, to Jen. Definitely. Yeah, I, I thought it was just a matter of the guy showing his real colors. That's all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of it's nice and no, nope, he's a creep. But that is kind of like what dating is like with apps. Like you meet a person. I mean, when you first go out with a person, their looks, their looks are important. It's like primary in a way. And then you get to know the person and you decide if you have similar interests and whether or not you're going to continue the relationship but yeah that's why he chose her it's like well i like the way she looks and then the next morning she turned into jen and he's like i'm out of here don't bother fixing me breakfast i'm gone yeah which i don't know i just thought i thought it was funny I, i don't know i thought this episode was was kind of fun i don't know if it was my favorite episode but i i you know i would say if someone would would say, do you recommend the series? I'd say, yeah, I think it's kind of fun. You know, it's, I, I, I was going to say it's not too preachy. Sometimes it's preachy. Right. But I, I think with this one, it was just a little bit of dumb, stupid fun because she looks stupid too, you know, for kind of like going against her, her morals because like she wanted to meet a guy as Jen. And then when she wasn't getting anything, she was, Oh, maybe I will change my profile picture. And then she started making all these sexy poses and putting those pictures of She-Hulk. And then she was all excited that she got all of these guys interested in her. Yeah. So she made fun of herself. My biggest problem with the character so far is she's too powerful. It's we still haven't seen. We've really seen her be too powerful. Yeah. I mean, even with her fighting the demons, it was tame. No, she's kicked everybody's ass so far. That Tatiana, um, you know, what was the other ones that uh, other the guys that attacked her? Um, who were they, Jack? Well, it was hinted at that they were the Wrecking Crew, but yeah, the Wrecking Crew. But the Wrecking Crew are a bunch of big gorilla type guys. They were not big gorilla type guys at all. You know, and then these demons, like she easily handled. I just want to see her get her ass kicked. At Jack, least they, once. they were a step up from the Utes, you know, in uh, exactly. Book of Boba. <laughs> they just needed their own scooters <laughs> with the with the Avenger uh, oh my weapons God, that, that was, they got. That was so bad. No, I mean, one thing that was a little slightly underrated in the episode, which I don't know if you guys caught that I really liked. It's very, very tame, but maybe it's a double standard. I don't know. Uh, but it was uh, when... Her dad showed up 
And he mm. was like questioning her, like, you know, did you file a police report? Which I was surprised. If you're an attorney and that happened to you, you should file a police report. Yeah, if, you're doing yeah. a, if you're doing everything by the book, as she said earlier. Um, but I thought it was cute how he came by and he's like getting her security and all of that and the shovel. I mean, that was that was just <laughs> that was love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, how she's saying like she's fine, she can handle it, you know. I mean, I could, I could see that, like, just as every, just as any normal father would if they, you know, were concerned about their daughter. But I really like that little tidbit in there. It seemed very real. I yeah, think no, the family is very fun. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's one of the best families we've seen because they're very real. Yeah. They're dysfunctional, which most families are. Yeah, it gives, it gives, uh, it also gives more rhythm and pace to the relationships because, you know, she's trying to balance out what's real and what's not real, what's normal, what's not normal in her life. And I mean, I hope that she'll eventually reach back out, you know, to Bruce because, you know, first of all, she's got a lot to update. And, you know, I think still she has a lot much more growing to do. Uh, do you know uh, how many episodes we have left? Well, there's a nine. This is four. So five. Okay. So we're, yeah, almost at the halfway mark. Okay. I would like to see the character develop a little bit more. She yeah. still, to me, she still feels like amateur, but I don't know. I guess this is like feeling it out to see if they'll even make another season. But I agree with you. Like, if somebody wanted something light, this would probably be the series that I recommend because so far it has the least amount of. Magic of the dark. <laughs> oh, that's how you rate it. Okay. Um, well, I think she just needs to get rid of the chip on her shoulder. You know, she's just seems like she's genuinely an angry person and just mad at the world. And I think she needs to lighten up a little bit. Maybe she did in this episode, but then she got crushed by that guy when he left. So we'll see. And are you enjoying it, Jack? Uh, I, I think it's okay. I mean, uh, there, this was one of the better episodes we've seen so far. Um, what I did notice in this one though, it looked like the CGI went a couple, a little wonky at certain points. The with CGI, her it's been off so bad in this whole series. Well, sometimes, sometimes she looks pretty good. She looks very believable, but there was like one or two scenes where she surprised and her eyes look just really yeah. weird, you know? So I, you know, I think they need to get the CGI a little bit better. Um, they do. They definitely you know, But do. you're right. It's a light, fun show. And that's the best thing it has going for it. You know, I think if they start trying to make it serious, um, they're going to lose what little charm they have to it. Um, and that sounds mean, but I kind of get the sense sometimes that they just don't know where they're going with this. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great point. You know, um, but that seems to be the theme of all of, the, of phase four. They, they just kind of seem to meander. Um, 
Like, I would rather it was like one big case that she had. And, she, you know, each week she's finding a bit of evidence or finding another witness or something to tie it all together. This seems a little, a little over, but um, we'll see. We still have a few episodes left. Um, I would have thought it was funny that, you know, she's, she gets one of those messages and it's Emil Blonsky, you know. <laughs> 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 He's busy enough with those, yeah, he's those groupies he's got. Seven or eight of them. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm sure he's always on the lookout for another one. What do you have? Eight? Another uh, Mrs. Nine? So who knows? But we'll see. We'll see where it goes. All right. So I guess, Fedra, are you off? Yes, I'll be taking off. Good night, everyone. I and will- you feel better. Thank you. And I will speak with you all next week, right? Yep. Got it. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. So I guess we're going to move on a little bit now. And uh, this is something I had morbid curiosity with. And I ended up watching the first two episodes was Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. And I, I believe you watched both episodes, didn't you, Jack? Yes, I have. I've watched the three episodes. Oh, you watched three. Yeah, the third one is out. Someday. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There were two the first night, and then it was the third episode. I've been on there. I haven't seen the third episode. I just went on there. I'm prime. I didn't see it. But anyway. All right. So what do you think? Uh, I am liking what they're doing. Um, I'm kind of. I'm kind of comparing it to the house of dragons as i'm watching it i don't think so you're watching house of dragons too i'm watching house of dragons as well but it's it's tough and you know what with both of those shows going on it's tough not to start comparing them off the bat um i like where this is going i don't quite know where it's going yet with uh, the rings of power uh I like the actors in it. I think they have a good handle on how an elf would act versus how a dwarf would act. Like you saw when uh, Elrond went to Kazadum, right? Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How, you know, here it is. Elrond's not thinking much, but uh, Durin is like, you you haven't been around for like 40 years, dude, you know? To an elf, that's a blink of an eye. To a I, he said, uh, that, you know, you missed my life pretty much. I kind of feel, though, that I didn't like that part because I felt like they were uh, emasculating Doran, you know, in a way. Because why would a dwarf be concerned about that? You know, he's got bigger fish to fry. That's something that no, I mean, if, if you know, it, it's literally, you know, it, a friend pops up out well, of they, the for many years without explanation. But he's upset that he missed his wedding and the birth of his children. I don't picture a dwarf having that problem. Oh, no, the, the dwarves were always very fierce about family and clan. They, they couldn't care less about people outside of their clan, but... 
they were all, they're very always portrayed as very fiercely defensive of their kin. And, you know, like I said, I liked it. I didn't get the part that he, uh, there's a piece of the trees. I forget their names of the names of the trees, but that there's a piece of the tree living in Casadoom. Uh, because that that that's a that's a pretty big deal of why the elves didn't go back. If that was there, the elves probably would have gone and taken that sapling and replanted one of those trees in the forest. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Well, it's in the first fifteen minutes how uh, Morgoth poisoned the two trees. I might maybe I wasn't paying attention. Oh no, no, I, I do it's, remember it's that. Also, having read Tolkien. Well, I think that it's more that. I, I pick. I I have a little. You know, I pick out things a little bit more. Um, but like I said, I I am enjoying it, and uh, I think they have a good handle on it. It's just I don't know where they're going with it. I have no clue. Um, it's al- it's almost like we're watching a show that has a slow burn. You know, like I think that dude that the hobbits found. Or the Harfoots, as they're calling them. But I think that guy that the Hobbits found is trouble. I, I, <laughs> I don't think... I, I just have a sneaking hunch. He's like Saran when Saran takes form and comes back. I, I thought it was Gandalf at first. And I was like, but, but Gandalf is... Could he be that old? Because I know I can understand Galadriel being as old as she is but i and i know gandalf is old but could he be that old because he's pretty old when he and he lands in that well, from that meteorite they, when the uh when the wizards came down they took the form of old older men so that's that's the form they chose when they came to middle earth from you know up on high so uh, so so age is less of an issue for them yeah, it, it, that's how they choose to appear. I just know the movies. Right. I, it, it, there was never a young Gandalf running around when he uh, came down. Okay. To Earth, All right. So, man. That's interesting. You know, so. But there's a lot of people that think it's actually Saruman. I don't think it's Saruman. Um, and, and the reason is because Saruman was good when he first came down. He was corrupted when uh, Sauron slipped him the what's the name of it? Oh my God! The, pe- I can't remember. the crystal ball. Yeah, I know. Palantir. When uh, Sauron when Sauron slipped him the Palantir, that's when Suraman got corrupted. Again, I know the movies. He was good in the Hobbit, and yeah, he 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 started to turn bad and. The yeah, Fellowship but, of the Rings. But the, the fact that the lightning bugs, once he used the lightning bugs, he sucked the life out of them. That's what makes me think it's Sauron. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm, I'm not really sure where they're going, but I like the characters. I like the look of it. Uh, I really thought Casa Doom was cool. Because you always picture like the dwarven kingdoms, you know, they're just 
they're just like mines where it's all dark and gloomy. But I mean, this had waterfalls, this had light, you know, oh, I, they, I thought that was pretty cool. They spent a billion dollars on this series. How much? A billion. A billion. Yeah. Wow. And it looks very good. I mean, it, it, it looks darn good. It really does. I will give them that. I mean, I'm not, I don't like it as much as you do. Uh, part of the problem for me is there's too many subplots going on. Well, that, that's what I mean. It's like, it's too, it's slow. If, if it keeps going at the same pace, I can tell I'm probably going to get bored with it because something, something has got to start happening. You have to give us some clue where you're going with this. And that's sort of, I think that's a little bit of an issue with it. So something, something's got to start to happen in the next episode. Because otherwise people would be like, you know, starting to snore during it. No, the, the character I like, I mean, the story I like the best probably is with the, the hard foots, you know, the, the, the girl hobbit. I think she's cute. You know, she seems like inquisitive, like a, she seems very happy, uh, very adventurous. So I, I kind of like that story. I, I want to see where that's going, what they call him the stranger, see where right. that, that goes. Um, but the main story, which is Galadriel, she just comes off as a big Mary Sue, and she's not very likable. I think that that's part of the problem is that she she comes across as angry and and I had talked to you about this. Yeah, she's like this super warrior. Um, I did not like that scene when she fought the snow troll. Like when they went into into the caves and then all of a sudden she's with a bunch of elves. They get their asses kicked and they get some of them get killed. She's off somewhere else and then she hears their cries for help. She comes in and she just is like Spider-Man around this snow <laughs> troll and just beats the crap out of him easily. And, she, and she's like, she's just too powerful. Uh, and it just is a turnoff. It's like, again, no one should be perfect. No one should be, you know, it's, you can't make the, it's almost like you can't make them too likable or else eventually you're going to get sick of them. And and right now, I think that the writers are doing is that they're making her like everybody's wrong that she disagrees with. And then she proves them right, you know, eventually. And, and again, there, there's no one better than her. There is no one that could come close to defeating her. And I, and I think that that's a big problem. Well, I, I think... And like we talked about, I mean, she is old. Like she has, being an elf, elves live for a very long time. But the way it made it sound was that when they were in the far islands over the seas, like that's where they were immortal. But once they came to Middle Earth, that's when they started to age slowly, you know, but they did start to age. Um, so... Like I said, Galadriel probably has hundreds, if not thousands of years of, ex of experience as a warrior. So I could, see, I could see her being good. The other guys, they should be better. Yeah. I mean, it should be that troll came out and the elves went, you know, like, all right, who wants them? You know, 
<laughs> who wants to go beat him yeah. up? You know, because the elves really should be that good. And um, they were they were portrayed as cowards too, because she wanted to move on. They're like, oh no, we're out of here. We're leaving. Well, well, that that's more believable than you know the snow troll defeating them, because they've probably been out there for so long, and they're like, oh my god, we've we've gone across mountains, we've gone as far north as we can. We haven't found anything. Like we're ready. We're we're done. We want to go home. You know, I that I could see. You know, but like I said, once they found that sigil on the forge, you know, that's when they should have been like, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe we should go a little further. Maybe she was right, as opposed to nope, sorry, putting our swords down, we're leaving. <laughs> But the thing, too, is, um, like, I remember from reading the, in the books, I always pictured Galadriel being magic, more magic-based instead of, like, melee-based. Um, well, Elrond was more melee-based, which we saw in uh, Peter Jackson's version. You know, it was yeah. Elrond who was right there at the battle. Mm -hmm. take uh, Sauron out when Isidore cut his finger off and went into Mount Doom with him. So that's how I always pictured Elrond and I pictured Galadriel sort of like uh, she was in the Peter Jackson. You know, she had the scrying pool that she could work spells through and see things, uh, have make magical items, that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm still I'm still liking this. I think it I think it's pretty good so far. But like I said, some the pace has got to pick up. We're three episodes in. Um, you got to get moving a little bit more. No, I agree. I mean, I I still like when it was the end of the second episode. I was like, am I going to continue with this? And I'm like, you know what? I am. I'm going to watch the third episode. I haven't watched the third episode. Is it any better? <laughs> the third episode is isn't is is it's it moves like to have a big scene with the sea monster, you know, which is kind of cool. And uh, wait a minute, is it is that like when she's swimming? This is after she jumps off the boat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you see the part where they're on the raft and the yeah. sea monster comes? Mm -hmm. Oh, so the sea monster comes back. No, that's what that's that's in the third episode. Oh, you must be confused because that's the second episode. Uh, I thought the first two episodes were the first night, the premiere no. night that two episodes were on. Yeah, but I, I all I know is there's two episodes, and what did she did she jump off the boat at the end of the first episode? I believe so. And then in the, the second episode is when she's swimming, and then. She meets, I guess, the, meets the, the humans. Yeah. Sea monster attacks. Everybody's killed except for the guy. Yeah. Then they go through the storm and it ends with them on the raft and some guy looking down at them from a boat. Yeah. So that's. Oh, so cool. we're on the same page then. Okay. All right. Except I can count better than you. Yeah. So, I mean, um, but like I said, it's good. It, it looks beautiful. You know, it, it's they obviously spent production money on this. 
Um, it's just like I said, I hope the movie, the, the story starts to move a little quicker. Yeah, I, I do think that they're kind. Uh, I don't know. Like in some ways, and they I are. I hope they don't rush it. Well, Even if we want the story to move along. Um, on Prime, I was looking around some of the stuff, and they showed characters, and they showed Isendor, who looks at this, like the same age with everybody else. So, um, I hope they don't rush it to get to the battle of men and elves where Sauron gets his finger cut off, you know, too quickly. I, my impression was always that like the second age was, it was an age. We're talking hundreds, if not a thousand years or something like that, you know, that a lot happened in it. So um, I hope with that time span, they have a lot of, a lot of room to tell their own story. And they tell multiple stories over the seasons. But the fact if they're introducing Isendur already, I hope they're not rushing, rushing it too quickly. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm I'm fine with it. Most of these are new characters that we've never seen before. And yeah, I mean, the only ones we've seen have been uh Elrond Galadriel. And, and you know, they want to make them the way that they want to make them, that's fine as long as they're Stories are interesting and they aren't too much of Mary Sue's or Mary Tom's or whatever, you know, just uh, let it be entertaining. And, you know, I, I would like rate it in the middle. It's, it's, a, it's okay. Um, again, morbidly, morbidly curious to see where this goes. Um, I think morbidly is a very strong word for it. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Anyway, it's okay. I think the hate that it's getting is uh, a little crazy. I think, again, some people love to hate She-Hulk, the Lord of the Rings. I think even people are, are hating on uh, the Game of Thrones spinoff. Well, the, which... game, the Game of Thrones, you know, um, the characters are not as good as Game of Thrones. The book, uh, Family of Dragons, uh, whatever, Game of Dragons, um, these characters are not as compelling as what we saw in Game of Thrones. I don't know if it's because this is written by TV guys instead of, uh, what, J.R.R.? Um I don't know. None of them seem to have that kind of edge. Like when you watch the first episode of Game of Thrones, you saw, okay, Ned Stark. Oh yeah. He's, he's trying to be good. You know, he's like the noble knight, you know, he's, he's a good guy, but then you meet the Lannisters and you hate them right off the bat. Um, you meet Baratheon and he's a jerk, just a big guy who's king and he's just going to go out and have a good time all the time you know you met people but you automatically like you know this person is good this person's a snake in this round with a game of dragons it's i don't know the, the characters just are not as engaging there is no Tyrion lannister 
you know, a guy you just love to watch and see what he's going to do, what he's scheming with. You know, I'm missing that. I also think the the lead actress uh, plays Rihanna, Rihanna, whatever her name is. Um, I think she's very weak. She's. I don't think she's she's good enough to carry the season yet, the series yet. But maybe it'll get better. But right now, Matt Smith seems to be having fun. That's about the only guy I can say seems to be doing much of anything there. All right. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. So I was going to bring up this topic to you and Fedra, but since she's not here, I just bring up to you. I thought this was kind of interesting. This was uh, some of the influence influence that Disney characters have had on baby names. It was in comicbook.com. And I just can't believe that some of these people are naming their kids these names. So the, the top name based on Marvel, Star Wars, characters uh, which i is is quill quill would you name your kid quill no i wouldn't i mean plus it's his last name i don't understand why they would name him quill i guess rocket calls him quill Uh, yeah because rocket calls them all last names if he has the choice um it's not a bad name, but I don't know. It's not something I would name a kid. Yeah, it's just some of these names. Are weird. I'm not going to go through all of them, but... Uh, it was the real winners. <laughs> Aladdin. Who would name their kid Aladdin? <laughs> you know? I mean, I think the school, I think a roll call, and I think a lot of these kids are going to be pissed off when they get older. Like Merida, I think that's a good name. You know, she's fairly popular. She's moving up in the ranks. But that's kind of a real name, though. Yeah, that there are some like. There really... are. I. I mean, I remember. I've heard of people before. Brave named Merida. You did um, really. Yeah. Um, but like I said, outside of the story of Aladdin, I've never heard of anybody called Aladdin. That's the kid who's going to say, "Just call me out." Yeah, that's true. You know who really moved up, which is bizarre, was Thanos. Who would name their kid Thanos? People are naming their kids Thanos. Yeah. I have a feeling people are naming their kids Thanos are probably, at least one of them is behind bars. And that kid is not going to be too far behind. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, you're just looking for trouble naming your kid Thanos. Um, Isn't it like Greek for death or something? I don't know. I didn't know it was. Greek. Like I said, I, I I can just see it as like, you know, Gomez and Morticia naming their kid Thanos. You know, it's just some of these names. Again, I just can't picture them being at school. They're just going to get picked on, uh, unless like they're really big. Like if your name is Thanos, you better be on the football team. You know. <laughs> And if they, they name you Valkyrie, you better be very hot, you know, or else you're just going to get picked well, on. Once it. again, they, they can name them something like that. The kid's going to be just call me Val. And people are going to assume yeah. Valerie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So at least the kid has an out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just get kicked. Loki. Come on, keep them coming. Let's hear what else. Loki. <laughs> 
Loki is is another one. Yeah. Some of these are, again were popular. Like like Luke was always popular, and like well, you Luke said, is also a biblical name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Finn. Finn is actually that's that's been around. What is it? Finn. 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 Yeah. Finn has been around. Though. That's an Irish name, right? Yeah. Sebastian. <laughs> I mean, which is a fine Sebastian name. Sebastian is an old style name, but yeah, but it's like. Often. You know, you're going to name your kid after that because you like the Little Mermaid. Uh, but Sebastian is a fine name, but it's just like, oh, you know, but these people are saying it's like, oh, I love the Little Mermaid. And that character was so cute. Cinderella. I just can't. Cinderella. <laughs> and they got that Leia. Wanda has been around for a while. I, I have a friend named Wanda. Wanda's been around a while. I, I've, I've seen a lot of people named leia yeah me that, too it seems to have been up and coming through the last few years though that's not a new development i i, I think there were three leias in my my grade school so i don't think that was a big deal uh kylo kylo is freaky sorry yeah that's a made-up name that's a made-up star wars name yeah just a lot of them where again i'm not gonna go through Th- those are i would say the top dogs we'll say all right, so let's get into the news. So uh, D23 is actually starting. This is Thursday night. It's going to be starting tomorrow night. It's going through the weekend. And uh, you got any predictions, Jack? What we might hear, what they might announce? Uh, honestly, everything has been so crazy. I, I, I have no idea what they're going to announce because... You know, they have Echo coming out and they're making such a big deal about uh, Daredevil and Kingpin being in it. But the thing is, Daredevil and Kingpin are going to be in their own show mm-hmm. because they've already said that they're adapting uh, Born Again yeah, uh, as Daredevil season four. So what the heck are they hang if? You're doing a whole show based on those two. What the heck are they hanging around with Echo for? Um, I think what we're going to see out of them uh, isn't anything all that new. I think what we're going to see is them pushing, you know, hey, we've got this great show coming out. Everybody loves this character. You know, she's high demand. Um, You know. Everybody loves Ironheart, you know. It's going to be great. It's going to be, you know, mm. the comic book sells, you know, millions of copies, which it doesn't. You know, Echo is such a high demand character. She's in the Avengers, but that doesn't mean she compares to Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. She's still a bit player there. I'd rather her be on Disney Plus than for her to have her own movie theatrically. But, but like I said, I think I think that we're, we're going to hear a lot of that stuff about how great these these characters are the greatest, most high demand, popular characters, which they're not. But that's the hype they're going to sell and pushing these down on us. Uh, Star Wars. Um. I think they're going to talk an awful lot about 
uh, Mandalorian season four because everybody loves the Mandalorian. Um, is it season four? And season three was out. I don't remember. I, I actually, I, I think it's season three. I could be wrong, but yeah. Okay. Well, the next season in Mandalorian. Next season. We'll just call it next season. You know. Look it up later. Um, they'll probably push Andor. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I could see them pushing and trying to build a pipe for the things we know are coming out. I can't see them talking much about anything new. Um, no, I think it's because everything everything coming out sounds so weak. They're going to be pushing it, not doing anything more to distract it. I don't think we'll see things like uh, the Patty Jenkins trailer for Rogue Squadron. Oh, no, I think that that's done. I don't even think that's a thing. But like anymore. I said, that that was an awesome teaser trailer, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't think they're going to do anything like that because it'll distract from the products. No, I, I think that whole project is canceled. Like she's moved I think on. So. I think she's moved on to other yeah. stuff. Um, Which would have been cool, but you know, who knows? Somebody else might pick it up or right. she might come back at some point. Man. I, I think we're going to hear big announcements. I think we're going to hear the, they're going to introduce the fantastic forecast. I don't think we're going to see that. I'm still not sure who's going to be in it. Or you know what? We're, go we're going to hear more about live action Disney properties. You know, and I got to tell you, Pinocchio looks freaky. I, know, I, I, I don't think he looks cute. I think he looks kind of scary. He's off putting for some reason. No, I, I reviewed it for the site, actually. And uh, it, it's not horrible, but it just wasn't, it didn't need to be made, just like all of these remakes. They're never better than the originals. Yeah, but I, I think we'll see the announcement again with, of course, inclusive casting, you know, which. Well, they announced Hercules. Oh, did they? I, I don't remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah, that was about a month or so ago. Um, yeah, they, they just can't stop. Um, yeah, well, can't. the whole thing is, it's like people are, it's, the movies are making money. People are watching it or going to theaters. Although Pinocchio is exclusively on Disney Plus. But I just, I don't know. It, I wish they would make them better, but I don't know how they can make them better. Because it's like, you're either going to make a, an exact copy of the animated story, which people don't want to see. Or here's or an idea. You're supposed to be the house of imagination. Why don't you make up some new stories? Exactly. Exactly. And they Find could do some that. other fairy tale to troll, to uh, dredge up and make it into a property. Yeah. Or you know what? Like look at frozen. That was pretty much an original story. I thought, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of the, you know, and that ones. was, that was very good. Even you, the second one wasn't too bad. The second one was all right, I thought. Yeah, I need to watch the second one again. I, I kind of ragged on it when it first came out, but uh, I should watch it again. But find find some other stories to do. Make some new classics. But you know what? I bet you they are going to announce a Frozen live-action movie fairly soon. I'd say within the next couple of years. Uh, you know, I think, think it might still be a little too soon for a live-action Frozen. I don't know. Is the place still? I don't even know. Is the place still running on Broadway? I don't know. I'm, I don't live there. 
But it's touring. I mean, okay, maybe it's touring. That's it. I, I would think they would start looking to do a live action once that starts dying down. I'm pretty sure they're going to announce the X-Men cast or some members of the X-Men. And I've been hearing more than likely Giancarlo Esposito is going to be playing Professor X and uh, Denzel Washington, Magneto. Which I love, I love Denzel Washington. I, I think he's awesome. Um, I think he'd make a good Magneto. But like, like we said before, they'd have to update. Well, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, you, know? you can't have Magneto being, you know, having been a child during, you know, World War II because he'd just be too, too old at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the race swap, but I can, I can understand it. And I love Denzel. So I'd be behind him as Magneto for you sure. You could be more forgiving of it. Yeah. If the actors are, are good, I just don't want it, them to do something like, well, we need to be more inclusive and we're just going to hire this actor that's not really good. Give us somebody that's really good. You know, if you're going to give us, give us a Denzel and I'll be pretty damn happy. Or that guy, uh, Marshall Ali, um, he was playing uh, Blade. He's another good actor. Uh, I've got, I know absolutely nothing about that guy, but I got to check him out because you said great. how good he is. I've heard other people like are excited that he's playing Blade. So I, I'll have to check him out and see what he's like. I think they're going to announce who Dr. Doom is because Wakanda forever is going to have Dr. Doom in it. But again, we don't know if we're actually going to see him without the mask. So they can kind of hide him like they did with Thanos. Like when Thanos was in the Avengers, like they had a different actor portraying Thanos when he was in the first Avengers movie. And then they hired Josh Brolin later. So it might be that way. I just can't see them introducing Doom anywhere without the fantastic tour well they do a lot of stupid i mean things. granted he's fought everybody but he's he's the ff's main villain like more than likely it's going to be in an after credit scene so i guess that's okay but i agree with you i mean he should first be in the fantastic four so should the submariner as far as i'm concerned but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, I mean, as I've said before, Wakanda forever. I'm real. It's really getting to a point where I really just don't have any interest in it. I think they might announce a Star Wars movie. They haven't really done anything with that. I know that. Uh, what's his name? Or they're going to make a big deal out of Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, that they might. Maybe we'll see a trailer for Indiana Jones 5. Maybe. That's a good point, Jack. Uh, but yeah, but I, I honestly, I, I, I really think they're going to hype up the stuff that's already been announced rather than be announcing new stuff. I'd be surprised, but who knows? Mm. So the other story I'd mentioned this to you was, uh, yeah, I started listening to overlord dvd just because i think he's funny i don't think he's right all the time i think, I think he, is, he, I, he can be funny sometimes a, a, he's kind of clickbait i would say but sometimes he's right though i would say sometimes he gets it i just don't know what his percentages are 
whether he's more right or wrong or vice versa. But anyway, he was talking, and I guess this was a couple of weeks ago, he'd mentioned that Kathleen Kennedy wants to reboot the original trilogy and have Leia be the Jedi this time under an alternate universe. Uh, it, it makes, it makes sense that she has some Jedi training like she, like she did by the time we got to, um, the last Jedi. However, I think she's the hook that kind of brings you into all the political side of it, of, you know, the structure of the rebellion against the empire versus the Jedi versus the Sith. I think she's, she's kind of the hook character to really to talk about any sort of political drama. So I, I don't know if it would pay off making her a Jedi or not. Well, it, it does seem like it's possible because Kathleen Kennedy was behind replacing Luke as the character in the Obi-Wan series with Leia. And she is basically a, a feminist. And that, that's why she's been pushing female power with the force. And which, sure- which you know, if we have, if we have female women Jedis, that that's great, but they don't all have to be, they don't all have to be, and they all don't have to be more powerful than the men or, you know, sometimes the, the, fierce woman warrior trope gets just a little too much. And I mean, let's face it. We just had three movies where the main Jedi character was a girl, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I would rather see the sequel trilogy rebooted. Like they keep talking about, you know, Palpatine falling into the, what was it called? The well of ages or whatever. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I heard about that, but yeah, yeah I, I, I'd much I rather see them do something like that and reboot the sequel trilogy. Um, I, that's that's tricky. <laughs> I'm just saying that. that well, because you're introducing time travel into Star Wars, um, but it's already been introduced. You know, but I like think they're said, just. I just think they're just going to accept the fact that Episode Nine is a thing, and they're going to move on from that. Uh, preferably that would be the best case you know yeah. new stories new characters move on with something else i think we're going to see ray eventually you know she might get her own disney plus series or maybe they'll do a movie about her i don't know but my point is with this whole thing this reimagining of star wars this reboot where leia is the jedi I can be on board with that because I loved that Star Wars Infinite series by Dark Horse because that's exactly what they did. It was a what if series for Star Wars. And if I recall correctly, the first book, it was called A New Hope, but in this one, Luke misses the Death Star in the shaft in the Death Star. And the Death Star ends up destroying Yavin and uh, messes everything up. And then the second one, which was Empire, Luke dies on Hoth. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. He, he dies out in the storm. And then 
But I think Obi-Wan gives the message to Han and then Han relays it to Leia and Leia becomes the Jedi, you know, the, you know, the, the, uh, the last hope or whatever, or a new hope and, uh, or the chosen one. And then the last one, I think that uh, it was about, it, it gets confusing. There, there was one thing where Leia was so upset about uh, Alderaan being destroyed that she kind of submits to the dark side and then Vader teaches her to be a, a Sith. And then Luke has to fight her at some point. And I, I know the Return of the Jedi one. The thing I remember is that Han was permanently blind and that C-3PO and R2 died on the sail barge when it, when it blew up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at the very end, Vader doesn't die, but he becomes a good Darth Vader. Yeah, he, he's, then he's in the white suit. The yeah, white they dye his outfit white. I still like those, you know, because again, it's fun. It, and that's what like, what if should be. It's kind of like, what if this happened instead of what actually happened? It's not canon, but it's still fun to read. So if they did something like that with that explicitly being told to the people watching the movie, this isn't canon. This is just something fun that we're doing. We're taking the characters. We're putting them in a story, but we're changing the scenario a little bit. I mean, I'd be fine with that, especially if they did an animated version of that or if they rebooted the, the Star Wars trilogy and they made that animated, like very, very good animation for Star Wars. Just do the original trilogy animated. I'm telling you, I don't know if you watch the anime, anime version of TIE Fighter. Oh, no, I've seen that. I that love that. Awesome. Yeah. Let's see something like that. And that's hand drawn, but I, I, I would love if they went back to that, too. We'll see. I mean, you know, anything's possible. I'm just saying I wouldn't mind if, if she decided to do something like that. As long as she said, this is not canon. You know, this is just something we're fooling around with. Um, Kim well, Kardashian. You know, Kathy Kennedy, I think I think we're we, we're stuck with her. I don't I don't know. We are for I don't think there's any another. rush to change change the regime at Lucasfilm. No, they, they extended a contract. Yeah. I know. That's what I mean. Like, we're, we're just going to be stuck with her and whatever nonsense she feels like pulling out. Yeah. You know, uh, which is too bad because, you know, I, I, I think they need some new leadership over there at LucasArts. Well, he was so. Overlord DVD was also explaining this whole thing, which I kind of come by too with this. That it's more the board of directors, like they do make a lot of the decisions, you know, behind the scenes. They're the ones that wanted Kathleen Kennedy to ex extend her contract for another four years. Um, so they're okay with her doing all of the woke stuff and uh, whatever she wants to do. It's it's almost like again, it, they're at the point where they're all rich and they want to give something back. To the world so they're they're okay with disney marvel and star wars pushing social issues more inclusion more diversity um because they feel like they're contributing to society i could see that because and i think that that's the problem that that you're gonna have to get rid of the board first because they're the ones that also nominate the ceo 
and we really need somebody <laughs> to, to run things a lot better than what it is now. Cause as far as I'm concerned, Disney is just a mess. There is nothing on Disney plus other than the old movies, the old animated movies and some of the old theatrical movies, star Wars and Marvel stuff that I want to watch, but the new stuff that comes on there, the new series and the new movies that they produce, they're all garbage. It's, I, I'd never watched something over and over again on Disney Plus because it's just not that good. Yeah, it's yeah. They they're proud that they're there's so much content on there, but it's not good content. And uh, you know, again, it's it's not making anybody happy. Like they're they're trying to please a lot of people, but they're just pissing off. I think everybody. Uh, so I mentioned Kim Kardashian says she wouldn't mind being in a Marvel movie. Of course she wouldn't mind it. They any sort of attention or publicity they that family can get, they're all for. And I don't get it. I, I never understood the the appeal that of they're famous for being famous. I mean granted they've they've used that to their advantage to make an no, awful I- lot of money and launch a lot of businesses and stuff. But I, I don't know. There's just I I don't get it. I just don't get it. No, it's sad. You know the way society is that they look up to this family, and like you said, yeah, all right. They did make a lot of business businesses. They made investments like which have increased the value of their dynasty. But it was all started on a leaked sex tape with Kim Kardashian. And, uh, but, e- was- but even with that, why was she even famous before that? She was. Well, Kardashian was a famous lawyer. Yeah, he was, but his daughter. No, she slept with, with Ray J, I think his name was, who, who was Brandy's brother. And then that tape got leaked. And for some reason, a lot of guys really liked the way she looked. And that's how she became famous. And then. Then we got to see her sisters, you know, who are, are less beings, I guess, than her, <laughs> you know, like they're, they're not as popular. And then they all started having babies and, uh, and then those kids became models and, you know, it's just, ugh, it's never going to end. And I know little girls look up to them and it, it's just, I don't get it. Um, I, like you said, I get, what's that? Same here. Leave her out of the. MCU. Yeah, but she, but again, you know, like what they, they brought in uh, Megan the Stallion. They would love to have Kim Kardashian in there because she, she went to law school, I think last year or, you know, or she'd be, she's, she's got some sort of legal verification or, or some sort of license that she can practice law. So I'm sure she would love to be on She-Hulk and, I guarantee you they're knocking at her door. It's like, oh, please, guest star. You know, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, I know. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home came out last weekend. uh, It did pretty good, didn't it? Not really. It came in third behind Bullet Train, which was number two, which I don't understand that movie at all. Uh, That doesn't look interesting to me at all. But then Maverick rose to the top. Maverick keeps going. That is great. Plus, it's on video. Like, you could rent it. You can buy it at home. 
but people, I guess, for Labor Day weekend, they decided to go see Maverick again. I think Maverick made about $8 million and Spider-Man No Way Home made $5 million. I was actually thinking of going to see it myself. Really? You can... I did. I, I really liked Maverick. And, you know, I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, but I thought Maverick was a really good movie. It was okay. I don't think it was the best movie ever made. I, I no, did. I'm not saying that, but it was a, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it, and like I said, it was fun without being dumb. Well, yeah, the, the last part's pretty cool. The flying scenes are pretty cool, and I just think people. Well, it's always about the planes. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Is I, I think people want to see that, and that made me feel good too. Is that it? Kind of injected some patriotism in the film where, you know, most of these films are like afraid to mention the United States. That was not Top Gun Maverick. And I, well, I in think this one, they were afraid to mention Russia. Yeah. But that was the enemy. They never mentioned Russia by name, but that was before the whole war started. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's a good sign. I think people, I think companies are starting to realize that this is what people want to see. They don't want to be preached to. They just want to see fun action movies and uh, what a decent script. Because this could have been a disaster. Oh, like, very easily. It could have easily been like a Fast and the Furious, where it's like, it's like, oh yeah, you know, Tom Cruise is going to change a, a new breed of pilots, and one of the first ones we're going to have is The Rock. He's going to be one of the guys that's on the crew or the rock plays goose's son or something like that. <laughs> Can you imagine them trying to squeeze the rock into one of those cockpits? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the rock, I, I, they did release a, a new trailer for black Adam. You probably didn't see it. It just came out. No, I haven't. No, just before well you know you see him flying around a little bit more and you see Hawkman and uh dr fate and all that I, I don't know you know i'm still not interested in the movie he's just horrible at delivering his lines they're all one-liners it's like i was born of rage <laughs> you know just like stupid dumb one-liners he says throughout the trailer and i'm sure it's going to be like that throughout the movie Probably, but I think it's what's it just seems obvious that he's going to be looked at as a villain in the movie, and then this justice society is going to try and stop him, and then he's going to realize that he's not really a bad person, that he likes to save people, and he's going to join the justice society. And because I don't really see a villain in any of these trailers, so I'm assuming that. He's going to be the villain and he's going to be redeemed by the end of the movie. Probably. I'll probably see it, even though I say I'm not going to see it, but I'm sure you will see it. Oh, yeah. night. <laughs> and I'll probably buy it. <laughs> and just yell at the scream and say, I hate this movie. Why did I buy it? Why did I buy this movie? I'm going to watch it again to make sure that I really hate it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I believe that 100%. Uh, so back to Lord of the Rings. And I told you this, Amazon has been deleting negative reviews off IMDb. And I did look because when I was watching it, I wanted to see what the fans thought of it. And it was like mostly all tens, tens and nines. 
And I was like, well, this is kind of weird. And this is before I even knew about it. I was like, there's no twos. There's no ones. There's no threes. There's no fours. It's like, this. it doesn't make any sense because I'm against review bombing for sure. But it's obvious that they took away those reviews because it was going to bring down the average. But that's not right either. It's because someone is legitimately watching this movie and giving it a three. And they have every reason to give it a three. Others, on the other hand, have not even seen the damn movie and are giving it a one, which I hate. I hate when people do that. I hate when people give it a 10 that really haven't seen it or don't like it, but they're trying to counterbalance all the negative reviews. Right. Reviews are stupid. And and they're all review bombs. Like, you know, the Hulk, she Hulk has suffered from it and other movies, but I don't think it's right for Amazon to delete all negative reviews and only have positive ones because true. That's not right. Not everybody's going to like it. If you're going to delete all the ones and the twos, you need to delete all the tens too. Cause would you give rings of power a 10? No, I, I would, I would probably say story wise. I would, it would probably be about a seven and a half, seven for story and eight for production values. Cause like I said, the thing looks gorgeous. I'd probably give it about a five and a half. Not um, that low. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's some stuff I like in it, but I don't know if I would really recommend it. I, I would say give it a shot, you know, see what you think, but I can understand if you don't like it. But, you know, it's not horrible either. Like, I would never say, it's like, don't watch it. It's just a, a mess. It's like, yeah, check it out. But, you know, it's not, it's not the greatest thing. It's not the worst thing. Exactly. And apparently DC fandom has been canceled for this year, which is no surprise. What's the rationale on that one? Well, they just canceled it. But, you know, with the new CEO in charge and getting rid of some of the movies and the TV shows, they're in disarray. They're not sure what they're going to do with the future right now. And they're probably like, let's just skip this year. And then next year we'll have a big year. Like I said, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. DC. There's no place in DC for me. They don't want me there. I think it's coming though. Their, their inclusion efforts have just excluded me. So. No, but I I think we're going to see the return of Superman. They already said that they want to see Superman. I oh, wish he's already coming back. I mean, they've already released the cover of the issue when he returns to Earth. No, um, I'm talking about the movies. Oh, in the movies. Well, I hope they get Henry Cavill back. Oh, did you hear? I, I haven't been watching Superman and Lois. That I like uh, the show. I, you don't like because of too much teen melodrama, but uh, yeah. I think it's a fun show. A guilty pleasure. But do you, you know they replaced Jonathan Kent for season three? Yeah, they're replacing him because the actor wanted out. So I forget what it was. I think he was going through some crap or he wrote a lot of weird tweets. Um, but yeah, they, they replaced. I'm fine with that. You know, it's like, I, you know, instead of killing him off, just get somebody that looks close to him. And, I, and they did. They did find somebody. He kind of looks more like Jordan, though, which I thought was kind of weird. 
Like he's got like curly moppy hair. Well, if they're supposed to be brothers, you know, why not? Well, maybe he'll, he'll get a haircut. From I that. mean, I'm all for recasting. I don't think because somebody quits or passes away that that means the character is dead. You know, that was an actor portraying a character. The character can go on. Like I said, you- if, if this guy needed out to work on personal issues, I'm glad they recast him instead of some dumb, you know, oh, he's been accepted to NYU, so we'll never see him back in small town again, you know, small bill again. Or you do something like Three's Company. You just get somebody that looks like them as a new roommate. Like Chrissy. Well, they got rid of Chrissy for. I, I just know the actress. Whatever, whichever one it was. Yeah, that was actually short lived. You're right. I forget what the cousin's name was. But then uh, was it Priscilla Barnes? She That's an- right. Priscilla Barnes took over after that. After the cousin. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could always do something like that. No. Nah. I, I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rather see them recast, but yeah, that's just so, all right. So that's and, it. The, and the classic cases are I would have liked to seen Princess Leia recast. I would love to see T'Challa recast because I think there's still life oh, in yeah, those characters. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think that Marvel is going to have a change of heart and we're going to see T'Challa back at some point, unless they, I guess in the trailer, they are showing that he's dead. Oh yeah, because everybody's in mourning. That's why that's why people are traumatized watching the trailer. He still can come back somehow. You know, he's a Black Panther. Like you might see like his hand come out of the ground where his grave is, you know. Zombie. <laughs> uh I meant to mention too, is the one thing I don't like about DC that they're I guess pursuing is is the Batman sequel. I don't want to see a sequel to the Batman. I didn't even see that that one. So Oh, you didn't see it? I haven't seen the Batman yet. Nope. Yeah, it, it was okay, but it, it just was nothing it's special. It's, it's everybody long. says it's long. It, it's just nothing special. It, it just, you know, it, it's like I didn't hate it, but it's like I can't see them making a franchise out of this. I just wish they... I mean, I hate to say it. I wish they brought Ben Affleck back because he was an older Batman. I hate all the younger Batmans. It's like just starting out. Just give me like, again, someone that's been fighting crime for a while. That's got a lot of the gadgets, got a lot of money, just wants to go out there and kick ass. Everybody's afraid of him. That's what I want to see. All right, let's wrap this baby up. All right. So, Jack, where can everybody find you? You can always send me mail at jackm at wdwnt.com. And if you want, you can email me at joe at wdwnt.com or send me a friend request on Facebook. Check out WDW News Today, Disneyland News Today, as well as Universal Parks News Today for all your Disney Universal news. Finally, if you like our show and enjoy other WDWNT podcasts and like to become a Patreon supporter, please visit the WDWNT Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash WDWNT. So with that, this will be the end of WDWNT. W's trip you up, dude. Too many. I wish it was WCW instead of, because D sounds like W. W, WDW, 
NT colon Nerd Alert Season 8, Episode 40. So until next time, see ya. Good night, all. Be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs>